The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Ritter Nation, to the Ritter Nation podcast. And I am your host, Ritter Greg. And ain't this some fucking bullshit? And excuse me for hitting the show right just like that. If you haven't noticed already, get the kitties away. Put the kids in the closet. Because this is going to be one of those. And you know what I'm saying. I cannot fucking believe how shitty we played. Just like, looked like the Three Stooges to me. <laughs> or it could be the more contemporary Many more and Jack. Either way, Kiff, Ryan, and Nap better get it together. And I'm saying, I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of the bullshit. And I'm certainly tired of the way the Raiders are playing. We're going to hit that on this show because I know you're feeling it because I sure as hell am feeling it. Show 172. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Okay, Nation, this is it, man. I am sick and tired of talking about losing games. I, <laughs> I'm i running out of material over here. What the hell's going on with our team? Now listen, Grapehead. I'll explain it so even you can understand it. You know, how positive can you be? You know, I could be positive, but you can't be positive about this bullshit right here. This fucking team is at an all-time low, low, low. And just when you think it can't get any fucking lower, you got to laugh because I'm fucking tired of crying. So here we go this episode. This, this show is going to be all about episode eight because our games are becoming more than just games. They're just, they're just drama. Drama, one after another, we'll hit that, of course. We're also going to hit... Hey, Beave, what are we going to do now? <laughs> what do you think the Raiders should do? People were chanting Jamarcus Russell, Jamarcus Russell in the stands. The team got booed. It was just an ugly game. And, uh, of course, we're going to hit the Raider Nation podcast comment forum section because you guys have to shout it out, too. You get it off your chest. You got to hear it here on the podcast because that's the real deal. And we may talk about the Browns a little bit, excuse me, the Bears a little bit this show. But man, to be honest with you, I'm flipped out and depressed. I am at a new low when it comes to talking about our Oakland Raiders. You know, there's nothing funny about our coach, nothing funny about the players. There's nothing funny about our season. And, you know, there's some great articles that have been written. Um, Raider Take, of course, Sean from the Raider Take has a great one. I'm going to hit that one. Of course I have to because it pretty much sums up exactly what we are all feeling. You know, <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, shout it out if you got to because that's the real truth. I, I, I am at a loss for words about the pathetic play of the Oakland Raiders. Jerry McDonald writes that staff writer, of course, um, for this InsideBayArea.com news, he, he does a pretty good job. So I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> do it the media's way. He 
Jerry's been good to us. He's an honest guy because he's just telling it like it is. It wasn't long after Andre Davis sneaked past a stumbling Stanford route and hauled in a 28-yard TD from Sage Rosenfelds that the Seagulls began to circle like buzzers above the McAfee's Coliseum. Let me interject here. That's for damn sure. He's absolutely right. Because that's what happens when there's nobody in the upper tiers. The birds, they come down. It's like they smell the loss. It was a 17-10 early in the fourth quarter Sunday. And with the help of two key Houston third down penalties on their sixth play of the drive, 7.5 remaining, the Raiders took a score. So it was 10-17. And then... Uh, the seagulls swooped to eye level with brave souls in sparsely populated third deck seats. Uh, soon they seemed to outnumber the fans who forfeited the chance to watch the Patriots beat the Colts because they still had a feel, an alliance to a team which has done little to merit their loyalty in the recent years. Well, does that sum it up? Apathy, Raider Nation. Apathy, apathy, apathy. I'm interjecting here, of course, because the fucking team is just not playing. Watching Josh McCown with his face down in the, his, his, his hands didn't help me out as a personal fan. Neither hearing about his bullshit, how no one knows how he feels. No one knows how bad he feels because he threw three picks in a game that was a must win for the Oakland Raiders and the fans for crying out fucking loud. Don't put your fucking hand in your 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 head in your hands. That's some bullshit. Don't hand me that shit either about how bad you feel. I'm sure you feel bad. You're an honest man, I know. But I'll tell you this. The guys that feel bad are the hardworking stiffs that put their money on the line to come and watch your sorry shit play every Sunday in Oakland. Those are the guys who has to feel bad. Ask one of those fucking guys. They scrape up the money and just... This is what they do. This is what they do, man. They don't go camping. They go fishing. They don't go to hiking. They don't go to, to winter wonderlands like Aspen because they're hardworking people that put their hard-earned money down to listen to you bitch about how bad you feel. Well, Josh Padna, let me tell you, the whole nation that pays your fucking salary feels bad, and you won't know what that feels like. Sorry, I went on a tangent, but that's some bullshit, and I saw that in the post game. The Raiders, third and long. Defense looked great for three downs. When it came to third and long, the Raiders gave up 25, 45, 52 yards. Incredibly easy, like a knife through, through melted butter. Melted butter. It was pathetic, and I'm sorry to go so negative on the team, but you tell me the positives you see other than Fargus. And, of course, now that Jankowski's coming around and Shane Leckler, thank you so much, guys, for coming to the game. Our offensive line is atrocious. Our defensive line is the same. Blown off every down. Blown off the line every down. The defensive line was pummeled with yet another this is the fifth or sixth in a row of 100 yard games against the Raiders rated 30th before this game 
before this fucking game. Clock management was a fucking joke. The coaching was Manny Moore and Jack. Jack me. What's some bullshit? There was no fucking urgency in the fourth quarter with seven minutes left to play. The guys walked up to the fucking line like they had all day. We must have used 20 of the 24 seconds that we have to snap the ball every down. There was no show, no sense, no series of plays, no no no-huddle offense to make it happen for the Raiders to win this game. It was pathetic. The performance was pathetic. The coaching was pathetic. I'm not going to buy into the excuses of Lane Kiffin anymore and the, oh, we're better than last year and, oh, we have to get better and, oh, 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 because right now I'll tell you it's reported the locker room is done. I hate to break the news to you, Reddit Nation, but I'm going to tell you right like it is because I'm right here. I'm in the barrier, and I am telling you the pulse of what the fuck is happening in that locker room. When Lamont Jordan was asked to say a few words after the game, he said, ask Lane Kiffin, he'll tell you the whole story. That sounds like harmony in the locker room, doesn't it? I know, of course, Jerry Porter is the happiest man dancing around in his chonies in the locker room you've ever seen. I bet you it looks like dancing with the fucking stars in there. Unfucking believable. The chants for Russell were resounding. You could have heard them to Texas for crying out loud. I will go over what I think we should do. I don't know what we will do, but I will I will hit that, of course. This game was an embarrassment to Raider fans, and when we left the stadium, people were just numb. Okay, I didn't hear any of the customary, fuck, fuck this, fucking Raiders, we got to get better. None of that stuff happened. We didn't hear any of it. It was just quiet, mumbling goo. That is what happens when a fan base gets just pummeled for five seasons with subpar football and the same old story. We're going to get better. we got to work on when we get better. Yeah, we had more first downs than they did. Whatever. Where's that W, motherfucker? Excuse me, but I have to say it because I'm fucking feeling it. Yes, it is the game after the game, and I usually don't do it then because I am usually pissed off. But one of the fans, Colorado Chris, said, bring it on, man, because I got to hear it. So I'm telling you, S. Greater, Red, Danny Clark, Got an interception. Isn't that beautiful? Incredible. In-fucking-credible. There were 49,603 fucking people that saw this embarrassment, and I am sorry. I am sorry. Now, don't get me wrong, and I don't want to see a bunch of bullshit on my post about how I'm not a Raider fan, blah, 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 because I wouldn't be wasting my motherfucking time sitting here piping into this pipe. And neither would Randy. We love this team, we love the franchise, and we are just as fucking frustrated as the next guy. And I look for the positive, man, I'm telling you. Ron Dane, who averaged a little under three yards of carry before Oakland, 
popped off with almost nine yards of carry. 122 on us. Unfucking believable. Amon Green, give me a fucking break. <laughs> you know what? This game is not fucking worthy to talk about. Other than Jan Oak almost kicked a, a record-breaking field goal, and he was really close, folks. I mean, really, really close. He, he could have got it from 70. It was that good. Shang Leckler was awesome. Coverage was awesome. Field position on the special teams is good. Other than that, you know, I, <laughs> I'm going to talk just like, you know, you know, fuck the episodes here for just a second. I just want to talk about what the hell's going on, man. You got to look at what we got coming up now, Red Nation, and I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to say, we should be looking at college games as a nation and looking to see who we can get on an offensive and defensive line because that's what we need. And trust me, we will get the top pick, one of the top five. I can guarantee that shit right now. Right now, today. Because the way this team's playing, you know, luck isn't even coming into it. The locker room is already starting to quiver, and I'm sure that's deeper than what we hear right here. So that already is not good. This year, the defense is just as fucked up as the offense, so we have a total loss package. At least last season, we had some positives to think about. And this season, you know, Rob Ryan needs to learn how to blitz. That's all I got to say, because I'm fucking sick and tired of falling back into coverage and not putting pressure in the middle and taking the edge. We got guys that are fast enough to do it, and we're not doing it. We're just not doing it enough. I'm sick of it, man. They This third down and, and, and four, third and six, and them getting 15, 25, 45 yards, that's because we're not putting any fucking pressure on the man. You know, he has time to look around. Put some hands in his face, man, for crying out loud. We did it last season. We're not doing it this season. And I don't give a shit who's hurt. I don't fucking care who's got a sore ass or whatever. This team is a professional football team. They better have motherfuckers here that can play. At least play well enough to put on a game for the fucking home crowd. Unbelievable how the <laughs> how they can do this at home. How can you do this at home? You know, you can't think about last season. You just can't think about it. You can't think about Norv. You can't think about Art. You can't think about Callahan. You just can't think about it. Because we're here. Here's where we are. We ain't there anymore. So just fucking forget it. <laughs> Sean from the Raider Take says it like it is. I love it because he's my partner. And he usually just takes the stuff right out of my soul. And he does, he's done it again because when I, I read him, man, I just think this is it. And you will too when you hear his, his take. RaiderTake.com, it rocks.
One post-game take. When I flipped out after the Chargers game four weeks ago, a lot of people thought I was overreaching. Scroll down and check for yourself. My outrage wasn't over the fact that we lost to the Chargers, however, but rather how we lost. I saw smoke. In retrospect, my outrage was justified. The next week, I saw flames against Kansas City, but some folks still thought I was being too harsh. Then last week, against the Titans, the flames turned into a five-alarm grease fire. Now we're beyond that. We're talking about one of those toxic landfill infernos that burn for months. Smelling of rubber and chemicals. We just lost to Sage Rosenfelds and the helpless fucking Houston Texans at home again. I am so sick of the excuses at rationalizations. My favorite one is, what did you expect after last year? You know what? I expected a hell of a lot better than this. And if you say you didn't, I think you're lying. And I'm going to put in there and check. I think you're full of bullshit. It's not just our record. It's how we get here. So pathetically, we're verging on a total mirror image of last year at the halfway point. Is that what you expected? Really? Worse yet, with the AFC West being weaker than expected this year, we should be exceeding our own expectations, not underperforming them. And I'm going to interject here too. We should be contending in this division instead of losing 13 straight. Unfucking acceptable. I go on with Sean's take. Coming into training camp, I didn't recall our rally cry being, wait till next year. Do you? I'm not going to analyze this game because it doesn't deserve analysis. And in fact, there's nothing to analyze beyond what's been said a million fucking times. Awful protection, fucking turnovers, fucking weak run defense, inopportune mistakes, lack of fucking heart, no will to win, zero fucking home field pride, and questionable everything, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Order up a box of TNT and detonate it yesterday. People are going to say that I'm whining, that I'm not in, and all that jazz. No, sorry, I'm totally in. Otherwise, I wouldn't be spending my precious leisure time writing this after yet another miserable performance. I'm not whining either. I'm guarding our stated commitment to excellence. That's what I'm doing. What are you doing? Making excuses? It sickens me to hear all of those rationalizations as if we don't have a legacy to uphold. As if our miserable personnel situation is and has been beyond anyone's control. And that's just because we've always done something one way. That's the way we'll always do it. Circumstances be damned. And that failure exists in a vacuum of responsibility. And that we should simply accept our fate and expect nothing of the Raiders organization? 
Expect several more years to get it right. Even though we have no evidence that our structural or philosophical changes are being made beyond changing coaches, which we now have done four times since 2003, my record for emphasizing the positive is unimpeachable. As evidenced by my sunny takes over the past 26 months, my dedication to the Raiders is unwavering as evidenced by the same. But now is a time for honesty, not excuses. So, be honest and help me out. Where do we go from here? Great job, Sean. You are the fucking Bob. And he gets hundreds and hundreds of comments because, you know, it's a great it's a great place to land there. It's a, it's a nice blog, and there's some really smart folks there. Where do we go from here? That's a great segue. Where the fuck do we go from here, Wally? Hey, Beave, <laughs> what do we do now? <laughs> What do we do now? We don't want to be a bunch of creeps. What do we do? Well, what what can we do as fans? Well, what we can do as fans is keep going to the game. Yes, I know it sounds silly. Yes, I bitch, but it's still a hell of a lot of fun. Nothing like a parking lot, even though we, if you think we're going to get pounded down. Nothing like a tailgate with friends and family to can lift your spirits before the game and give us all the think and a hope and a prayer. That yes, maybe today, maybe today the football gods will grace us with a hapless victory, even in our misery. What should we do? Well, just like Lane Kiffin and the rest of your coaching staff says, we should keep working. Now, I know for a fact those guys come in, break a dawn, or before 5 in the morning, and they stay till 11, 12 o'clock the next day. There is no lack of work on the Raiders. There's just a lack of progress. There's just a lack of skill and the capability to perform in this system. That's what we have. That's what we had last season, and we didn't do much to change it in the offseason. I'm pissed that we didn't do anything to change in the offseason, as you should have been too. The closer we got to the beginning of training camp, I kept saying to myself, we haven't gotten anybody for the offensive line. Where's our offensive line help? They got Newberry. They got Green. Where's their offensive line help? What are we going to do about Gallery? Why do we keep him? What are we going to do about Sims? And so the thing went on, and I tried to brush it under the carpet as best as I could. And here we are. Well, here we are. How do we fix it? We work. We keep working like we've been working. The Raiders keep getting up and getting up in the morning and working. How do we keep it going? By being in the locker room instead of upset, bad, and depressed be funny, be happy, make jokes of it. What else are you going to do? Would you rather go on the field happy and smiling or would you rather go on the field depressed and one way and not wanting to play? My thing is, I hope the comedians in the locker room break out. Break out and do something silly, run around, make people laugh because that's what's going to take to keep this locker room up for the next eight games. 
I'll tell you this, the coaching staff better get a clue because their clock management is bogus. It's juvenile. It's less than juvenile. It's less than high school. I cannot believe the poor clock management for a professional organization and someone who's come out of college and that's such a stretch thing. Cannot believe the waste of time that we take when we're behind. And I know it sounds funny, but we better get used to being behind and we better start running some drills that are called no huddle drills. Our defense. I say that we use everybody on the practice team, even if they aren't as good as the first string. I say that in our offense, we throw in plays that are college plays. What the hell? Statue of Liberty, anything, something to mix it up and make it at least more entertaining for the fans. I say as a fan, I'd rather see a flea flicker than the same old play over and over and over, jumbled in different segments of the game. At least if we were going to lose, let's lose with some pizzazz. Let's lose with some chance. Let's lose with some style. I'm tired of losing with the same old bullshit that we've gotten every single game. As for the defense, fuck Ryan, why don't you just blitz every fucking down? What the fuck do you have to lose? We're 30th in the league. What, are we going to be 32nd defense? You know we don't have any front four to do, so get on there and blitz. What the hell do you got to lose? I say that we're not aggressive enough. I think we have to take the doggone playbook and just open it up to the weirdest, wildest shit that we could possibly do and run it the rest of the season. Jamarcus Russell might get an opportunity to play late in the season. Let's hope so, just so he gets some reps. Other than that, I don't expect much out of the young man. And I honestly think we should play Walter. Just what the hell? Why not? What can he do? Throw an interception? No shit. Drop the ball? Cause a fumble? Well, what the fuck has happened the rest of the season? It's been that way already. We have absolutely nothing to lose. I think we should go out there and look for some more free agents. Dumping players, if it doesn't cost us that much... Dumping players that are underperformers in the middle of the season is a great way to motivate the rest of the team. Shit, I'd be fucking totally motivated if the guy next to me had his cleanest locker out during the ninth game of the season. Now see, that would motivate me. I'm tired of the excuses, like John from the Raider Takes says. I'm tired of the say, oh, blah, blah, blah. But they can make some things better. The things they could do to win more games, maybe not necessarily win, but at least make it fucking entertaining for the fucking fans. I'm sorry I'm using that expletive so much, but I'm telling you, man, my heart's on the floor. (laughs) You know, my guts are on the floor. What a pathetic game. Oh my gosh, I'm still sour from that motherfucker. The things we could do is make the game entertaining for the fans and continue to look for a combination that works out right. Attempting to quote-unquote win games with the quote-unquote best team we have on the field at this point is a pathetic joke. We've done through that. (laughs) It ain't working. Let's change things up. Let's move things around. Let's make it fun. Let's make this team something that's interesting to look at because other teams have done it before. The Titans have done it. They got a great coach, and they've done some wild stuff when they weren't winning that much. But, you know, little things like that make the fans feel like something's happening. I say, you know, it doesn't matter whether we play Russell or not. He'll probably get to play this year. I say that our games, you know, look at who we got coming, people. If we're we're letting... (laughs) 
if we're letting the Texans slap 122 yards, Ron Dane running on us, and we've had five consecutive 100-yard games against us in the running game, well, folks, we have Joseph Adai coming down the pipe. I can go on. The Bears run. Good. Yes, so do the Colts. Oh, yeah, you know what? Adrian Peterson's coming to town, the 300-yard man. That should be fun. That should be a real fun game for the Raiders. <laughs> I'm not trying to be pessimistic, man. You just got to see the reality of it all. I just hope they do. But until then, man, I'm still going to watch our silver and black. We got to stay positive. I know it's very hard to because the team just is where it is. Oh, my God. Um, Thank goodness the 49ers aren't playing much better. Let's get on to the Raider Nation podcast comments forum because I could go on forever. All okay, here we go, Raider fans. Regarding this week's Texans games, Mad Raiders 32 comes in with, This losing is awful. I've been a Raider fan since 1985, but the past five years have been really painful. It continues today. I think we'll be 0-3 against the Texans. We just blocked a field goal, but we got a score. That was during the middle of the game, and we didn't, and there you go. Of course, SeaTac Raider Lady comes in. What the fuck? <laughs> this isn't high school football, boys. Who doesn't pay attention to the clock? A clown better get to run laps until his legs fall off. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> she is awesome, man. Awesome fan, SeaTac Raider Lady. Okay, this week's game by New Jersey Raider Kev. Did I see, see the stats correctly? That McClown had a passer rating of 14.2 in the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yes, he did. It ended up to be 17.3 at the end of the game. We can all hang our fucking hats on that. Let's see. Stroud BFM. Well, what do you know? Another close finish. Now let's not fuck it up. Oh, well, you know what? That was also during the game. And there you go. Let's go to the end of the game where people can... Uh, <laughs> here he comes in again. Strout BFM comes in. I guess that was too much to ask for. 107 yards for Ron freaking Dane. What the fuck? It's 122, my brother. And it's the same thing. Mad Raiders 32. Three interceptions for Josh. We need a QB. I guess we have Russell, but throwing him in the Wolves next week might be a good idea. The Bears won't have any film on him. Ain't going to happen, Padna. Ain't going to happen. He's not going nowhere in a quick minute. So we've been calling for him, though. CNY, rate of fan. All this game does is make me wonder how much longer until we throw Jermarcus in. I'm not saying that we should right now. It's just wondering how many more weeks until we see him. If we lose the next three, I think we see him after that. I think you're probably right. I don't think we'll need to lose three, though. I think maybe one, maybe two, but I don't think we'll have to go that far. 
Raider coffee. Kofi, excuse me. But Clown is such a fucking bad quarterback. Why is Russell not throwing the skin for us? Well, he's gonna. Look at Adrian Peterson. Rookies can play. Forget the holdout. We need to win the rest of this season. A lot of teams uh, are in the AFC lost, and we need to capitalize on this. It never fucking happens. I am sick of not having a QB. Give Russell a chance for fuck's sake. What do we have to lose at this point? Always go Raiders and fuck the rest. Fuck the rest of the AFC West. Well, brother, I'll tell you, man, um, I don't think they're going to throw him in there. And, yes, Adrian Peterson does look good. And, yes, we should be able to capitalize because the AFC West blows, but we cannot. Okay, SeaTac Raider comes in. Holy shit. How's your sphincter now? <laughs> That's right, partner. How's your sphincter? No doubt. Uh, at the end of these games, I always say it's so tight that you have to go take some laxatives to just to get things flowing again because you always wait till the last minute. This game, however, I hate to say, was never even that close, and you just had a, no, a sinking feeling in your stomach um, when people, you know, when they were playing. They just didn't have anything. They had nothing. Nothing. Okay, Dr. Reda comes in. I just don't get it, of course. We got lucky as Tim Dwight caught the TD late in the fourth quarter. As usual, that game would have been over long before uh, the onside kick try. So why not play DeMarcus, for Christ's sake? Not only do we want to see his ass, but this kid needs to be experienced. Damn, another week, another loss. Damn. New Jersey Raider Kev. Something I noticed on TV was near the end of the game, there was still a slight chance of a comeback. The Big Mac was empty. Even though it wasn't a sellout, the crowd emptied the place with minutes of the clock. I'm pissed like anyone else, but it's still important to support the team. Kudos to Justin Fargus. He looked good, but Sims and Gallery need to go. I got to get to a game in Oakland. Go Raiders. Man, come on out, man. You guys going to hang with us. You know, we dick cake all the wayward Raider fans in. You know, that's happening. Well, let me tell you about people leaving the stadium. Let me tell you how painful it was to sit there and watch the Seagulls come down and just watch the team suck the life right out of you because there was absolutely no urgency, no heart, no heart in the team, folks. There was no supporting a pathetic mess, folks. Even though I stayed, it was not fun, and I understand why those who left, folks, because they played so shitty, it just takes your heart out. And I don't want to rant, but fuck, when you put your hard-ass money down to sit in a seat, you want to see something. This isn't the Lions, not yet. Okay. The Assassin. Why we didn't address the line problems in the offseason is beyond me. I'm going to say that again. Why we didn't address the line problems in the offseason is beyond me. Sims and Gallery have no right being stars in this league. And we all knew we needed a run-stuffing DT or two. No shit. But we stuck with the the same bad players. Therefore, it should come to no surprise we can't stop the run or protect the QB. The only thing that I can say is give Kip some time, let him weed out some of the lame fucks, and let's get some guys in that can play football. I know it's painful. I've been a fan for 20 years. 
and this is the lowest stretch in history of our once-proud franchise. We have some good young talent, and in time, we'll get better. Right on, Assassin. You are definitely wise, and that's those are some good words to live by there. The Asian Persuasion just got back from the game. My first word, unfucking acceptable To the motherfucking Texans. We lost again. To the freaking Texans. Out. Okay, Jawa. Fuck, 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 fuck. Where do we go from here, nation? I'm clueless. I don't have an answer anymore. I still have my rares, but I'm just clueless. We're a better team than that. I'm serious. What the fuck? What do we have to do? What, at least get rid of McClown? I can't stand him. Throw Walter in. Put J. Russ in. Before J. Russ, matter of fact. If he gets hurt, then, we really, then we're really fucked. When does it get to the point where we hope that the Rams and the Finns win three games so we can get the first pick again? Fuck. You're just saying it like it is, Jawa, brother. Okay, Oaken Raider 84, despite losing the game, thanks to McClown, I want to thank Raider Greg and Greg's family. They opened up their arms and let me and Lorana. It's Laura uh, and Greg. And you guys are the real deal. That's the most fun that I've had at a game so far. Thanks for the food and the drinks and making the Raider brother feel welcome. I can't thank you guys enough. I'll be out there for the Denver game. Hope I can come out there and hang with you guys again. And if there's something, anything I can bring or help with, let me know. You guys are the best. And for Lorana being her first game, she was really happy and and was like, wow, these people are really great. Love you guys and thank you for, thank you and your wife for a happy birthday to your son. Yeah, my son's birthday. There are only two things that come from Texas. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, there's only two things that come from Texas. That's Bronco fans and Kansas City fans. <laughs> I love it. Arcasian Raider comes in. What the freaking crap kind of cockamamie bovine matter was that? Oh, wait. It's the same freaking crap kind of cockamamie bovine fecal matter we're going to get used to seeing from this freaking cockamamie bovine fecal team. Feces! Feces! And again, I say feces. It seems to be our species! Crap! Excuse me while I go kick my cat. Jeff. <laughs> you know what? That's beautiful. <laughs> Rederico. Okay, well, we all want to win. I know. No shit, right? And there's nobody out there that wants to win more than Raider fans. However, uh, there we at lose, lose, lose situation. We can stick with McClown and watch him shoot for Brett Favre's record and interceptions. Yes, without the touchdowns. We can switch to Culpepper and then watch him fumble every snap and take an hour to line up for the snap the ball. Yep. Just waiting for Sims and Gattery to twitch. <laughs> That's funny. Or we can switch to Russell and hope for, what, two-month two month NFL experience plus minicamp? Oh, gosh. You think that's going to propel us to 8-8? Eight and eight? Unfortunately, we just don't have the personnel to win ball games now. Come off season, we can go out and get some D and O-line position strength and get another burner at wide out. 
and go with Russell from week one. You can tell Kiffin is going to his best to hold his team together and try not trying everybody out. So props to him. Win, lose, or tie, raise, or till I die. Very good, Raider Rico. Very good. Very calm. Calmer than me, brother. <laughs> Here comes Raider 77. I can't see it anymore. Please let our rookies, Bush and Russell, play. I don't know if they will do better, but they can earn more experience. And what is that they really need for next season is real experience. Another losing season in 08. Ugh. And I'll come to Oakland and I will have to kick everybody's fucking players' ass. Yeah, well, there you go, man. I'm sure people are really frustrated. Raider Rodney, of course. Well, I finally accepted that we aren't a good football team. Don't get me wrong. Kiff is doing pretty well with what he has to work with. And we have too many holes and too many places. Run defense, pass rushers, and our fucking O-line still kills us. I really like Kiff and I don't like what he's doing. Uh, but he has to put a better team on the field. But when we have years like this, I worry that Al will get rid of him, and I don't want that to happen. I'll give Kiff the power next year and in the draft so that we can draft some fucking linemen and address our needs instead of drafting more DBs. Amen to that. I want to address this thing here about leaving early. I did already, but I'm going to do it again, man. I know people don't get out to the games. I know people get don't even get to go, and they're pissed because they see people leaving. Yeah, these people live close. They live in Campbell, Concord, Oakland, San Francisco, Santa Rosa, Sacramento, all over this area, Berkeley, you know, Concord, everywhere. They come here for the game. They pay for their tickets every year, and they come out here, and they put their money down, man. That's what you're talking about. You're talking about local people. Some people farther away, but mainly local people putting a lot of fucking money down, man. And when you're working and you're making your bonies and you're buying that stuff that's expensive and gas is three fifty a gallon, and you're still going out there and you're buying your 10 games worth of tickets, and the team performs like this, you know what I'm telling you right now? People might disagree with me, but to support a team that hasn't supported itself is bullshit. You know, I stayed for the game because I want to see what happens. I see the fans. I see the Seagulls. I see the whole deal. I see what happens. And, you know, I don't blame those people. Hey, if you want to get up and leave, man, you know what? You paid. You can leave five minutes after it starts. If the team is underperforming, the team is pathetic. You know what? You pay, man. And fans that are all over the country, people are out of the country that say, ah, because you'd like to be in those seats, you'd stay all game. I know you would, man. I know you would because you don't get to see it. But these people see it eight games, man, ten games a year, actually, with preseason. And they come in here and they drive and they bring all their food. And it is money to come here. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying before you start bashing the fans for leaving early, get a picture of the other side of the eight ball, will you please? That's what I'm saying. Okay. SeaTac Raider Lady comes in. Where's Walter? Everybody's here talking about Culpepper or Russell. I realize that that's not a lot love lost between the fans and Walter, but at least he has some experience. He deserves a chance after his ass whooping he took last year, no doubt. Uh, he has the size and the arm. Apparently has Al Davis's eye. I think so, too. Hell, 
I bet he doesn't throw a near as many interceptions or as fumbles as the current choices. I say too, man, what do we got to lose? I think they should let Walter go in next game. What the hell? Good idea, SeaTac. Fans, no matter what team they support, should have their ass in the seat until the end of the game, particularly when the team is losing. Well, man, I'm telling you right now, I got to disagree. If you feel like you got to leave, then go. I don't go, but I'm not holding against anybody who wants to go. And and as far as I'm concerned, the players don't deserve us to stay. It's not that we're going to help their ass anyway. They have already faded. Trust me. Did you see the game? Yeah. Well, so did I. Anyways, she comes on to say some pretty good things. You check out our new form, Renation Podcast Comments Forum, Raider Talk Comments on the Texans uh, at the Raiders. Uh, she's very, very good. SeaTac Raiders are very cerebral. And I bet she's hot looking too. So check her out. She's very good. And uh, she's got a great perspective. Except for the fans leaving early. Because <laughs> them guys can leave early anytime they want, man. I'm telling you. I hate to see it too. I'll tell you what. The Raiders came to play. And they played 60 minutes of football and put their ass out there. People wouldn't leave. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I'm going to say about this fucking game and this uh, bullshit that we called the Texan game. And, uh, well, you know we got to turn the page, Padna, because we got another game coming up next week. I think we got the Bears next week. Yes, we do. The big brown Bears or the big brown ones are coming, or the number twos. They are coming, and they need a win desperately. And you know what? On their calendar, they've marked the W over the Raider emblem. Well, let's hope there's something that happens with the stars in the universe and everything lines up and the Raiders play awesome football. We can only hope and pray that we have a game like the Miami game. It could happen any Sunday. You just never know. So keep it together. You know I'll be there and my ass will be in the seat the whole freaking game. This is Raider Greg and I. Wait, wait. I'm not out yet. Make sure you make it to the Bears game because the Crusader Raiders are going to be there too. My brothers from England are flying over. Big Wave Dave Chapman, Keith Smith, we're coming. Richard, we're coming. We're coming. The Crusader Raiders, they'll be in town. Lock up your women and children. Arr! How does he say it, Randy? The sword! Give him the sword! The sword! <laughs> I love you guys. Can't wait for you guys to be here. We're going to have a hell of a time. Who gives a shit what happens in the game? I'd love to see a victory, and that's on them. But we're going to have fun in the parking lot. Okay, Raider Nation, keep smiling. You know, whatever. We got to just keep going because we're the nation. I hate the Chargers and the Broncos. And stay proud and loud and wear your shit. This is Raider Craig. And I am out.
the ones in the air To my OG Raiders, like Marcus Allen It's your song, what's up, how we long? They probably won't play this on the radio station But they'll play it all day in the Raider Nation Or Mr. Slopane, a Raider for life It feels good to be a Raider, ask that fool Jerry Rice We do the wong wong, from city to city We do the wong wong, straight 5150 We do the wong wong, this is gangsta on mine We do the wong wong Gangsta on mine, we do the wrong wrong. I'm a raider for life.